Josh Hart is getting paid by the New York Knicks. It finally happened. As a recent report indicated, Josh Hart and the New York Knicks are agreeing to a new contract for over the next four years. Now, some fans like this contract. Some fans definitely hate this contract. But what I didn't expect was a former Lakers speaking out against this contract. We're going to break down Josh Hart's contract, what he's going to receive over the next four years, and what former Laker had an issue with Josh Hart getting paid. We're going to break down all of this and so much more today. Let's get started. A former Los Angeles Laker called out Josh Hart and his new contract that he signed with the New York Knicks. Now, before we get to who that Laker player was, let's first start with Josh Hart and that new contract extension that he signed with the New York Knicks. As was first broken by Adrian Wozanowski, New York Knicks guard Josh Hart is finalizing a four-year, $81 million contract extension. This deal delivers Hart a total of $94 million through 2027 and 2028. So it's no surprise why Josh Hart would sign this $81 million extension deal for over the next four years with the New York Knicks. That is a lot of money to tie up to a player that primarily comes off of your bench. But this contract isn't set in stone just yet. According to New York Basketball on Twitter, Josh Hart is eligible to sign this contract extension with the New York Knicks. Again, a total of $94 million through the 2027-2028 season can be signed today. They announced it yesterday, but officially Josh Hart can sign this extension today. Oh, and by the way, the $81 million that Josh Hart is being given is the maximum that Hart can sign and is 140% of his $12.96 million contract that he signed in 2023-2024. As mentioned, this new contract extension will start at $18.1 million in the 2024-2025 season. That is an extraordinary amount of money to put in the hands of Josh Hart who comes off of your bench primarily. But I did not want to pay Josh Hart $94 million, close to $100 million over the next five years to come off of our bench and play some spot minutes at backup power forward. That is not what the strategy I had in mind for keeping Josh Hart as a part of this team. And I'm not the only one that didn't like this contract. Some fans definitely didn't like this contract. But one former Laker in Nick Young definitely didn't like this contract. Now, Nick Young didn't say this exactly or directly to Josh Hart. He didn't mention any names. But right after Josh Hart's contract extension was announced, about an hour or two later, this came out from Nick Young, and he stated the following. The NBA is a corner dude and liquor store dude league now. The best time to average 7 to 12 points and get 100, likely meaning a $100 million contract or close to that. Now, I'm not saying it was a direct shot to Josh Hart, but it was a direct shot to Josh Hart who just got his contract extension, which is worth up to $94 million if you go all the way through the 2027-2028 season from right now. And his averages for points per game last season, especially with the Knicks, 
ranged from around 8 to 12 points per game. So you don't have to tell me, Swaggy P, Nick Young, that that is the guy you're talking about. I know based off of your timing of your tweet, the context of your tweet, that it's about Josh Hart. And a lot of other people came to that same conclusion as well. Now, maybe you're talking about Josh Hart and other players as well, too, because there were other players similar to Josh Hart that got paid as well, putting up similar numbers. It wasn't close to 100 million, but if you extended the years out and you gave that player the same amount of money for the additional years, it might have turned into close to a $100 million contract. And that's what Swaggy P is talking about right here. Nick Young is basically saying that in an age and an era of the NBA, we're now witnessing a turn where contracts can be given extremely high valuable contracts near a hundred million dollar contracts can be given to role players and bench players who barely help in terms of points production. But that's not the only place a player needs to thrive in order to get a payday. You need to be a willing defender, a good passer, a good rebounder. So do I agree with Nick Young that Josh Hart's contract is a little too expensive? Absolutely. Josh Hart's contract is absolutely too expensive for the New York Knicks. We didn't have cap money like that to begin with. Why would we give Josh Hart the max amount of money we could possibly give him for an extension? That scares me a little bit because it means that what if that number was 90 million at most that they could give him? the Knicks probably would have gave him 90 plus million dollars. That's the scary part. Even though he didn't show up like he needed to do in the Heat series in the playoffs, though he did show up in the Cavs series, I'll give him that. He did not show up like we needed him to do in the Heat series. But despite all that, the New York Knicks still gave him the most amount of money they could possibly give him for this contract extension. It doesn't make sense to me if you're looking at it in that regard. It does not make sense to me to lock up this amount of money into a role player that comes off of your bench. It just doesn't make sense. So for that purpose alone, I do agree with Swaggy P. Nick Young makes a good point in regards to you just can't pay each and every person who has an impact on a team this much amount of money because you're going to lock yourself up into a cap situation that's going to be hard to escape from. And what are the New York Knicks doing right now? That exact same thing. They got a number of players already paid on the New York Knicks and they have to make a decision on Emmanuel quickly very soon regarding if they're going to pay him. And clearly they got to have Evan Fournier on the team still. They got to move him. They have a lot of different situations that they're going to have to do in order to stay away from that second apron of the CBA, but more importantly, to add pieces and talent to this team while you're being in cap hell, you really can't add any free agents. You're drafting nothing because you're punting on the draft, and the only way you're seemingly adding talent is by trading at this point because you can't add anybody else through free agency unless you move significant pieces. So right now, what the New York Knicks are doing is very curious. I always knew they were going to pay Josh Hart. That was never the issue. The amount of money we're paying Josh Hart concerns me. But people have asked me, is it a gross overpay? It's not. Is it a bad contract? For the Knicks, in my opinion, yes, it is. But in the grand scheme of things, in the entire NBA, is it a bad contract? Is it a terrible 
contract. No. And here's why I say that. Can you move it? Is that player valuable still? Does that player hold value for a number of teams? Was that player normally moved during superstar type of trades? Anthony Davis, CJ McCollum. If that's the case, then maybe we're getting mad right now for cap money and being in cap hell. But in a year or two, we may not have these players on the roster anymore because we traded them in order to get that star or superstar. Maybe that's the move the New York Knicks are trying to make, but they can't make it as of yet because number one, nobody's on the table, and number two, all of the assets that they're willing to give up in a trade, nobody wants for a star. So if you're in that type of boat right now and you're not trying to overpay, the best thing to do would be to build your roster out patiently, wait for that star to become available, and keep steadily adding talent to this team so you can get better organically. That's kind of what they're doing. Only the organic part is a little bit of fluff because organic means draft. And when you punt on the draft, it's hard to be organic. And they've punted on a number of drafts already, giving up picks like they don't care. And it's fine. I'm not that upset about it. But what I am upset about is not having a plan moving forward. I get that you want to add a star. But if you're leading and building everything to land the star, to hope that star arrives, and it's not the right star, then everything that you've built may not matter. Sometimes it's better to already have that star, your number one, and build around that versus building for a potential number one to join your team. And you can't even put a name on who that number one is. Just like Nick Young said, why is Josh Hart and players like him getting paid this much amount of money if they're not putting up that number of points you would expect for somebody receiving this money? Well, I said it before, it's not always about points. Josh Hart is one of the best rebounding guards in the league. He can also pass. He can also score, but he can also defend so well. He had his best defensive rating of his entire career with the Blazers and the Knicks last season. If that's the case, then you already know he's a Tom Thibodeau favorite. He averaged 10.2 points and 7 rebounds a game off the bench for Tom Thibodeau. Again, Hart brings the energy and the game the Knicks need if this team is going to step forward off the heels of last season. This is according to Sports Illustrated here, and I absolutely agree with them. You needed to bring Josh Hart back. He definitely complements the team, he fits the team, and doesn't need the ball in his hands to be impactful. Josh Hart is needed on every single NBA team, especially the New York Knicks. That's why this isn't a bad contract. It's a movable contract. And as long as it's a movable contract and you can trade it to another team, it could never be a bad contract. It may sound like I'm hating on Josh Hart. I'm not. I'm happy he got the money. I'm happy he got the contract. I'm happy he's a New York Nick. And I'm happy he's staying with the Knicks because I think he's that impactful of a piece for this team because he fits this team. And what he does for this team is important. But you are never going to convince me that 94 plus million over the next five years is an okay deal for a bench player that is primarily used to come off our bench and give us energy off the bench. I get that we are in a new and modern NBA and these are the contracts of the new and modern NBA. But just because that's the case 
doesn't mean I have to like it. In my opinion, the New York Knicks paid way more than they needed to for Josh Hart. But at the end of the day, I'm still happy that they have him and they re-signed him. If you like this video, go ahead and leave a comment below. Smash that like button and don't forget to subscribe to the channel. Until next time, Nick fans. Peace.